This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Let's make a toast. It's not brunch without drinks. <laughs> to the holiday season. You like her, don't you? Yeah. But... I think you should tell her. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Thursday, November 10th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The life and rhymes of Snoop Dogg are headed to the big screen. A biopic about the Grammy-nominated rapper is in the works at Universal Pictures, with Black Panther writer Joe Robert Cole penning the script and Menace to Society co-helmer Alan Hughes on board to direct. Snoop, whose real name is Calvin Broadus Jr., will produce the project under his newly formed Death Row Pictures alongside Hughes and Sarah Ramaker. The film will incorporate music from Snoop's vast catalog. One entertainer who we won't be seeing in biopic form is Britney Spears. The Baby One More Time singer officially shut down any potential movie speculation, at least during her lifetime, as part of a lengthy Instagram caption on Tuesday where she said in part, quote, I hear about people wanting to do movies about my life. Dude, I'm not dead. While she didn't explicitly drop any names, Spears' comments come just one day after Stranger Things star Millie Bobby Brown revealed on The Drew Barrymore Show that she'd like to play the vocalist on screen. And Harris Michaels is back. Days of Our Lives alum Steve Burton has joined the cast of the beloved soap on Peacock. The actor will reprise his role as the character, first introduced in 1988 as Eve Donovan's classmate and love interest, early next year for what the streamer is calling a, quote, thrilling new storyline alongside veteran cast members Stephen Nichols, Mary Beth Evans, Deidre Hall, Drake Hogeston, and more. Additional details about Burton's return are being kept under wraps. The casting comes about a year after Burton departed General Hospital for failing to comply with the production's COVID-19 vaccine mandate. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. I'll have the chicken and waffles, bottomless mimosas, and a side of gratitude for our number three pick today. The new HBO Max cooking competition, The Big Brunch, was created by Schitt's Creek's Dan Levy in a quest to turn the polarizing meal that is brunch into something everyone can appreciate. Ten chefs who are all making differences in their community through food have come together to cook the best brunch dishes for judges Levy, Sola El Wali, and Will Guidara in the hopes of winning $300,000. That's a lot of brunch. Here's a clip where Levy tells the judges how he'd perform as a competitor. The tone has shifted. <laughs> We're in high gear. Pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. Anybody who is using the quail eggs, is there any left over? I think there's a quail egg situation. It sounds like there's a quail egg situation. I would crumble so hard under this pressure. It took me 11 attempts to get my driver's license. Wait, why? Because I get very nervous. It, I turned left when I was supposed to turn right, got up onto the curb in a parallel was, like, park. Camera footage of this. There's not. <laughs> 
that's me under pressure. So I admire this. Time is just about up. I got this guy's finished strong. Let's go, y'all, let's go. I think I'm taking it right down to the wire. Behind. Anybody seen pastry brushes? 15 seconds, everybody. Ooh, do this. Five, four, three, two. Well, these chefs give a warm helping hand to each other in the same vein as the Great British Baking Show and show off their culinary creations in categories like holiday brunch, carb-o-load brunch, and the dreaded but delicious hangover brunch. Tune in for all the middle-of-the-day munchies on The Big Brunch. The first three episodes are streaming now on HBO Max. Number two. We are falling head over heels for our next pick, the premiere of Falling for Christmas. Lindsay Lohan is back, folks, and she is starring in this charming new Netflix Christmas movie as a Paris Hilton-type hotel heiress named Sierra, who's always gotten her way. Until one day, while boarding on some snowy slopes, she falls off a mountain and out of the arms of her new fiancé. She wakes up in the hospital with no memory of herself, but next to a guy named Jake, played by Cord Overstreet, the kind stranger who saved her. Now she attempts to live a normal life at the holiday-themed North Star Lodge that Jake runs, but of course, romance gets in the way. Here's the trailer. When people look at me, all they see is the spoiled daughter of the hotel magnet. I'm coming in, coming in hot. I just want people to remember me for more than my last name. My lady. Where exactly are we going? Sierra Belmont. <gasps> the last year with you has been truly magical. <gasps> Will you marry me? Oh, Tad! Oh, Tad! Oh, oh. I've got you! Oh. Is it a dead body? Sheriff, could you please tell her to let me out of here? First, we need to figure out who you are. What do you mean, who I am? My name is... My name is... So what are we supposed to do with her? I have a place. Does it have room service? Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Where am I? All righty, went through the lost and found. Uh, are these used? Probably. But, you know, sometimes guests leave things here by accident, so... Not sure this was left here by accident. <laughs> the doctor did say that if I did normal things, my memory might come back. Doctor's orders. Huh? Have you ever actually made a bed, dear? I don't think so. It's been almost two days. What, no one's found me yet? Like, unclaimed luggage. They're probably out looking for you right now. Find my daughter. Don't you? Yeah. But... I think you should tell her. Wow. Look. Beautiful. Sometimes you can't rush things. I just need to find my own way. So will Sierra go running back to her fiance and her old life or start fresh with new spark Jake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be a little cheesy, but it is full of Christmas cheer. 
And by the way, this might be the best reason to tune in of all, Lowen's version of the Mean Girls classic Jingle Bell Rock. Watch Falling for Christmas, streaming now on Netflix. It's trivia time. From Mean Girls to Herbie Fully Loaded to Freaky Friday, Lindsay Lohan has been part of tons of beloved films. But on which of the following projects did she get her start? Was it Guiding Light, Sesame Street, or The Parent Trap? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. After six seasons, the battle is coming to an end. Our number one pick today is the series finale of The Good Fight. The entire sixth season of the show was meant to be the pinnacle of the entire good universe, The Good Fight and The Good Wife that came before it. So in the final episode, expect some cameos from beloved good wife characters like Alan Cummings' Eli Gold. He'll be letting Christine Baranski's Diane know how the Florics are doing, and we'll learn what terms Diane and Alicia are on after that slap to end all slaps. Here are some of the cast and producers discussing the groundbreaking nature of the show. would say that the show only pushed the envelope in that it was willing to discuss it. There is an argument to be made here. The good fight not only opens up conversations about race and gender and politics, you know, it sort of blows a big hole in the middle of all of that. These are very smart, very political characters. It is what they think about and talk about in their lives. And then there are just so many uh, other episodes we, we've had that have just directly or with great humor addressed these issues. And I think it was gutsy. The whole idea of the good fight was predicated on Diane losing her money and no white firm would take her in. How often have you seen a show about a white character who comes in and works at a black law firm? You know, the diversity that is reflected in our show, especially on screen. I love that's been turned on its head. So I think it's been groundbreaking without trying to say, hey, look at what we're doing here. We're making a statement. And here is a statement for you. Baranski told EW, quote, Diane is a character who's always trying to keep her balance and cope with what's going on. I can't tell you how proud I am to have done it for six years or 13 years counting The Good Wife. And cheers to that. Watch the culmination of 13 years of Diane Lockhart on the series finale of The Good Fight, streaming now on Paramount+. Plus. Trivia. 
And finally today, the answer to our trivia question, on which of the following projects did Lindsay Lohan get her start? Was it Guiding Light, Sesame Street, or The Parent Trap? Here's some direction for you. It's the Guiding Light. The drama series ran for a whopping 57 years and was the third longest running drama in TV history. Lowen played a character named Chrissy on a 1993 episode when she was just seven years old. Well, folks, that is our show for today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Executive Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson. What to watch.